0: Welcome to the Eat Like a Mother podcast, where we take complicated topics surrounding hormones and metabolism and make them simple and applicable to your daily life as a woman. I'm your host, Castie Welfell. My hope is that you walk away feeling empowered to start taking radical responsibility for your health and lean into this body God created for you. Are you ready to eat like a mother? Well, welcome everyone to today's episode of the Eat Like a Mother podcast. Today we have a really special guest. My friend Kylie is on today and we're going to be talking about her specific trying to conceive journey because I think it's one that maybe a lot of you are walking through right now but it's also pretty unique. And so I want to hear from her and I want y'all to glean information and knowledge from all that she has to share. Um, So before we dive into all of the nitty gritty of that, Kylie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, who you are? What do you do? Give us a little idea of you.
1: Yeah. Hi, Cassidy. Thanks for having me on the podcast and chatting again. Um, Okay. So I'll try to keep the who I am quick and concise. <laughs> it's fine. If it's not, I mean, we did our, our IG live last week and it it's like always, you know, there's so much, so much to myself that I could talk about, but, yeah. um, <laughs> so what I do, I'm going to just say, like, I, I have a full-time job in marketing. Um, I work from home, so I have a lot of flexibility with what I do for work. Um, which allows me to pursue my side hustle slash hobby, which is being an advocate for holistic health and lower toxic living on social media. So that's how we met. Um, that's I spend a lot of time on Instagram. Um, I share a lot of tips and recipes and product swaps. Um, but the key message I really try to get across to my audience is to really focus on the fundamentals of health, mm. um, which just through my own journey is, kind of what I've learned is the most important, those are the most important things. Those are the foundations of health. And as we kind of chatted about last week, like it can be, um, it can be easy to get swept up in all of the little things um with health and wellness, all of the supplements and gadgets and testing and all of those things. But
0: yeah.
1: um over my, it's been like over a 10 year journey now, I've really just come to realize that those fundamentals are the most important things to master before you move on to those other things. So that's really the message that I tried to share. So yeah, in a nutshell, that's, that's the concise version of who I am and what I do.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I think that's what drew me to your page because it's so simple. I love the different product swaps and it's just fun, you know, but I think you're right. And it's something that I believe really really firmly as well. Like there are so many foundational things that we can do from a home, but so often we hire out our health. If that's, if that's the right concept that I'm trying to go Mm -hmm. for, we put our health in to other people's hands. And so that, you know, yes, there are great practitioners out there. And we're going to talk about that in a second. There are great practitioners and great tests that you can do and things that you can do as you're going through specifically your fertility journey. But I think, laying that foundation is so important because so many people don't, you know, and then you walk into an office and a practitioner doesn't know your history. They don't know, you know, who you are, where you've been. All they know is, oh, this is your, this is your problem. Well, I'm specifically trained to give you this solution. What can you tell me about your trying to conceive journey and and let us know a little bit about how it's different than maybe most people and tell us a little bit about your experience
1: yeah, so, um, I've been on the journey now for close to two years, which I'll say was like completely unexpected for my for me and my husband. um, as I've shared with you before, and like we we just have devoted a lot of our life to living a healthy and clean lifestyle. Um, and it, I mean, it hasn't always looked like it does now. We've obviously like worked up to where we're at, but we've always been very. Conscious of what we put in our bodies, what we bring into our home. And it's just been a part of who we are for so long. So for us, you know, we thought, of course, like we're taking care of ourselves. Like there's no, I mean, honestly, like it never crossed our minds. Like you don't, you don't really think about it until you have to think about it. And I think most couples who go through this can probably say the same thing. Like you might see other people go through this and you're like, well, that's never gonna happen to me. I'm so healthy or whatever. So yeah. that was definitely the situation that happened to us. Um so we started to I our first like we first really started trying in December of 2021. Um and you know of course thought like we were going to be pregnant that month and it didn't happen. Um so I was like, okay, let's like, I've always tracked my cycle just like through an app. Um, I've always been very in tune with my cycle. It's, it's a 28 day, like very normal cycle. I've never, well, I haven't been on birth control for over like 12 years. I was on the pill once when I was like 20 and oh, that was yeah. horrible. So <laughs> I'd like, you know, that hasn't been a part of my life. So, um, you know, like, I just didn't really see anything that, that could con- potentially slow us down. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that next month I like really started to, to time it out. Cause I started, you know, honestly, after one month I got bought all the books and I'm like, okay, I want to understand this. Like yeah. if it doesn't just like happen like that easily, then I'm going to learn more. So I think the first book I bought was, what is it? The fifth vital sign. Um, oh, nice. And so I, I really like understood more about like when ovulation happens and like the window that you really have to conceive. So I was very um, particular about that. Um, so anyways, you know, after I'd say the first three months, oh, okay, sorry, I'm jumping around a little. During that research, I like obviously learned that they say, they, I don't know, say (laughs) that it can take up to like a year, um, to happen for, for couples, but even like the healthiest couples, it could be three to six months. So that kind of like gave me some peace of mind. I'm like, okay, three to six months will be my window of like, just optimizing our health even more. And then once we hit that six month mark, if we get there, that's when I'm going to start like really Mm. looking to, to find some answers. Mm. So, um, that's what happened. Uh, I tried to stay, you know, stress-free as much as you can within that time. Yeah. <laughs> um, about month Mark though, I, what I did, the first thing I did was seek out a holistic, um, acupuncturist okay. and she also can order like labs and she specializes with, um, women in fertility. So like, I'm going to start there. I know how good acupuncture is for you. And I just want to, you know, want to hear from somebody. Um, I'm not a, a big, um, it's not advocate. I just have not, I'm not a big doctor person. Yeah. <laughs> Never really go to doctor. I, I haven't really like been to the doctor much in my adult life, to be honest, and, or in my childhood. So that's just <laughs> not for personally, like my first thought isn't, I want to go to the doctor. It's like, oh. I just want to get some other opinions from people who are like-minded and and understand have more of like a holistic um, point of view. So went to the um, acupuncturist. She ordered a bunch of labs for me that I was able to run through my insurance. So I was able to go get that blood work done. Um, It's a lot of basic labs. She was able to order like a little bit more than a like OBGYN or traditional doctor would order. So like thyroid panels um, and a couple other things and took those back to her. Everything was looked great um I started I saw her like for a couple more months she taught me about castor oil packs so I started to implement like a couple more just like natural things um I started doing like some herbal teas that was recommended by her um and that was really where my head was at uh in that first year is just all the all the like natural things that I can implement like I didn't feel the need to do any additional testing yeah. um I'm like you know it could take a year so let's just Get ourselves as healthy as possible. So then, I think it was around like nine months of trying. I I was like, you know what? I'm gonna have see if I can get my husband like a semen analysis because I want to like that's the e- that it's the easiest thing for a man to go get tested. So yeah. I'm like, let's just cross that one off and like see if that's a problem. So he did that. Everything was good with him. I'm like, okay, that's peace of mind there. Yeah. Uh, and then I just continued, uh, you know, to do whatever I could, I was implementing beef liver, like all of the things. I mean, I had actually been taking that for a while, but, um, just all the things like herbs and natural things I could do to like, just really keep my body like super nourished, obviously food as my foundation. Um, and then I think it was around like 10 or 11 months. I'm like, okay. I looked up like all of the different tests that you should do to like, understand your fertility from a more medical perspective. Um, so I was able to see, this isn't now the first time I went and saw like a traditional OBGYN and I showed her like all my blood work and she said, okay, here are the things, the next things to do. So an HSG test was one. Are you familiar with that? Mm -mm. That is short for a really long word that I can't pronounce, but basically it's, um, it's like an X-ray of your fallopian tubes. So they, they, shoot like a solution through your tubes to see if they're like clear and open. Okay. Um, so you actually do it through a radiologist. Um, so I scheduled that, which I was like, so nervous about. Cause I think I've told you, like, I'm just not, I you get have. on edge, like in any type of doctor or hospital environment that ended up being like a breeze type of thing. Um, and that was fine. So I did that la- or I can't even think of timelines in December of 2021. 2022. So that was like the year timing. So I did the HSG test. Um, everything was fine. So from there, I'm like, okay, everything seems fine. (laughs) So, um, and then once you do all those tests, like a traditional OBGYN, we'll say like, okay, well the next thing you can look at is IVF or IUI. Mm. And I'm like, no, no, thank (laughs) you. I mean, nothing against that for people who choose that. It just, I did not, I don't feel like that's something that I, I mean, my husband and I both were just, that's just not the path for us. And we know that. Yeah. Um. However, we did explore IUI, which is, are you familiar with the difference? Mm-hmm. Of, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we did like a virtual call with a doctor who does IUI in January of this year, actually. And it was, it was virtual. So like afterwards we looked at each other and we're like, no, that's just yeah. like, it <laughs> just doesn't feel like it just like it was intuitively a no for us. We're like this yeah. is going to happen naturally. If not, I mean, we don't even like to think that way honestly. So, I think at that point we were like, all right, let's just keep doing what we're doing. Like there's not much you can do to be honest. <laughs> uh I mean, like for some people their lifestyle changes are huge, right? Yeah. But since we are the way we are, like we already have such like live such a healthy lifestyle, we didn't know what else to do. You know, like we already have completely like low tox home. Like I make my own dish soap and laundry detergent, like to that extent. So like there wasn't much we can do. So we, we just kind of were continuing on with what we were doing. And then I think it was in like spring of this year, I learned about NAPRO technology and just like what a NAPRO doctor is. And they, they're really focused on finding like what the root cause is. Uh, they don't go like the IVF route and there's, they have, you know, particular technology that can identify, identify root causes through surgery and through some other things, some other testing. So I found out, found out about NAPRO in the spring and we were like, okay, if by like the beginning of the summer, we're not pregnant. Let's explore that option. So in June, we went to an apro doctor. We started working with her on a program in June. And she has a very particular program. The beginning, like the, the bulk of the her program in the beginning is like making those lifestyle changes, which mm. again, like felt a little frustrating for us in the sense that like yeah. there wasn't much that we could tweak. But at the same time, like we really aligned with her methodology and like what recommended. So it was still reassuring to know that we were working with somebody who was aligned in that way. And so she, I did, we did like a little bit of a, well, it was a, it's called the true cellular detox. It's a supplement detox and it detoxes at like the cellular level. So if you have any like mold or anything going on in your body that can help you detox that. So we did that for three months. I did Dutch hormone, Dutch tests with her. It was the Dutch test and the hormone mapping. Wait, cycle mapping and hormone testing. So like the full panel of Dutch, some other blood labs. We did ovulation tracking through vaginal ultrasounds. So that's like a huge part of the workup. And then another part of the workup is a, a diagnostic laparoscopic surgery. So I've done all of the other testing. Everything again, like has come back looking really great, which that's good news, obviously, but at the same time, like you want to see something that can give you a clue. And my doctor even mentioned that like, it's, hasn't seen many patients like me with these types of results. Like typically she'll find a couple things within the blood work and the mm. hormone stuff, but she likes to do the surgery as well, just to get the full picture. Mm. So I actually initially opted not to do surgery and just do the workup, but it was like on my heart. And I just was like, kind of feeling like I was, I just had this intuitive feeling it could mm. be a God thing, you know? that like that's something that I needed. So I ended up scheduling it like far out. She usually has people schedule it pretty close together. I scheduled it like in October just to have it on the books. And then I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll have a date set, but like, I still need to make up my mind about it. Once all my labs came back, like looking so great. I'm like, okay, this is another sign that there's something deeper. Like there is more of a root cause going on. And at this point, that's really the only way to see what's going on. So, you know, one of the suspicions is silent endometriosis, which is like very common. I've I read some like conflicting information that like calling it silent isn't really real because a symptom yeah. is infertility. So it's technically yeah. like presenting in that symptom. But as far as other classic symptoms of endometriosis go, like I don't have those. So yeah. when I was suggested surgery, I'm like, what? Like I have my periods are fine. I don't have pain. Like that seems crazy. But I've done so much research now at this point and I'm, you know, in all of the groups and I've read so many different perspectives. I feel like this is what I need to do. And it's been a hard decision because. Yeah. Like traditional medicine and surgery is just like not my, it's really never something that crossed my mind, especially like elective surgery, like never in my life. Yeah. I, think. <laughs> I would choose that. But I, you know, after like close to two years, I, I just, like I said, I have that intuitive feeling and I'm like willing to do what I need to do to start my family. <laughs> That's awesome. I think
0: There's a couple of things that stood out to me with your story and your journey so far. And I think it's really important for people to hear just going back to those foundations because and we've spent a lot of time talking about like the different testings and the different things that you've gotten done, the different doctors you've spoken to, practitioners you've worked with. But I think it's really important that people understand, like, you've already done the foundational stuff like and you mentioned that whenever you started working with the napro doctor, like the whole first portion of the protocol, like you'd already made the lifestyle changes, like you're nourishing your body, you have the low tox home, you're, you're meeting those energy needs, like with movement and sunshine and things like that, you you've got the foundations. And I think it's really beautiful to see like, you understood that, and then decided to seek more help. Like you said, get that that second opinion, get those those practitioners, find practitioners that will work with you. Cause I think this is something that's really important on everybody's fertility journey. My perspective, and you know this, y'all listening know this. I think, like we've said before, laying that foundation is essential. We're so quick to just hop into all of the testing. And I I've had clients that go straight for the elective tests and it's like, well, Hey, let's, let's take a couple steps back. Like, are you getting enough food? Are you, are you moving your body? Are you, you know, what's your mineral intake? Like, like most people don't understand minerals drive the enzymes that load your hormones. Like that's a really important thing. And you can't balance your hormones. You can't have ample fertility without those things. And so I think it's really great to see you've, you've laid that foundation and now you're finding practitioners that will work with you on your journey and respect, you know, these decisions that you've made with, to live a more holistic lifestyle and to nourish your body and to do all these different things and support you along that journey. So, so awesome.
1: Yeah. I think finding the not pro doctor that aligns with us in that way was like very, encouraging. And I mean, she's even has told us in the beginning that like a lot of her patients who she's working with get pregnant within that first three month period of like doing the detox and implementing all the lifestyle changes. That's great to hear at this, but at the same time I'm like, I wish Yeah, don't tell me that. (laughs) Yeah. Like there wasn't much I feel like I could optimize, but it is a testament to the fact that like those foundations are really huge. Um Mm -hmm. and even like seeing that she doesn't jump like directly to testing immediately is totally, you know, kind of aligns with that thinking. So yeah, that's kind of where we're at. And it's been a big learning lesson. So I see like lots of silver lining throughout all of it. Because again, like this is like the health and wellness is my passion. So I've just been able to learn even more about my own health and just like fertility and health in general. And now I'm obviously like opening up on social media and sharing my story, which has been a whole nother adventure, yeah. but I am happy that I have, cause I've been able to connect with so many women already. So I'm feel very like reassured in my decision to open up. Like that's, I think it's a really hard, I mean, you, opened up about your story as well. So I think you know how it feels like vulnerable in that way. Yes. Uh, It is rewarding at the same time when you're like us and you just want to like help other people as well at the same time. Yes. It is, it is very rewarding, very vulnerable. I'm encouraged by
0: your story, Kylie. I'm I love hearing people's story and story is benefiting other people because what we'll realize and what you'll realize is there are going to be people that are walking similar paths as you that need exactly what you have to say that actually are doing all of the right things like actually are nourishing the heck out of your body meeting those energy demands all of those different things and still are not seeing the results that they're looking for so so yeah totally
1: I recently connected with a girl in my dms who like had a similar story as me and that's I, like, I loved hearing from her and that is really why I opened up because it's hard to relate when, you know, you want to find somebody that you can relate with. And I'm like, am I an anomaly? Probably not. Like there has to be other people out there who are experiencing this. So I just want to show that you can do all the things, but it's not sometimes, you know, there's more to it. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's awesome. It's beautiful. Well, I really appreciate you getting on the show today. I really appreciate you telling us your story and the journey that you've been on. Before we wrap up, do you have like one piece of advice or one one piece of encouragement that you could leave with someone that might be walking a similar road as you?
1: Yeah, I guess I would say that, you know, if you're walking this path or any version of this. Everyone is on their own unique journey mm. and it is so easy to compare yourself to other people especially with social media and just everything yes. out there. So I know we've probably heard this, you know, this is probably advice that you've heard before, but really truly like just try not to to compare to other yourself to other people and just know that we all have our own unique journey and there's learning to be had along the way. And, you know, I know I I've talked to you about this before. Like I like to be an optimist and just look for, yeah, look for the good and the silver lining and everything. So it's beautiful. That's awesome. And I think it's an important
0: reminder. So thank you for your time today and we will see y'all next week. If you found this podcast helpful or encouraging, would you mind leaving us a rating or review? I love hearing from you. So be sure to shout us out on Instagram and tag me at Cassidy.Weltbell. And we'll be sure to shout you right back out. Let's get this message to as many women as possible. Until next time, friend.